So today is um, actually a special day. Um, do you have any idea why that would be, Jordan? Oh, you fixed your teeth? No, 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 no. That's that's tomorrow. Um, today is well. I guess today's a special day because it's the last day that I won't have a filling in my mouth. I've never gotten a I've never gotten a, a filling before. I think it's my first one tomorrow. I'm very nervous. I don't like teeth stuff. Um, but no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's that sounds terrible. Um, but no, today is actually International Podcast Day. International Podcast Day. Oh. What happens on that day? Uh, Andrew plays the music that he just did. That's about it. <laughs> but oh, nice. um, also... So I'm going to do... I'm doing like a Sober October thing. Because I've been like, I've been drinking too much in general, but also I like need to save money. Because um, I don't know if I've said it on these episodes or not, but like I'm sort of in the beginning stages of buying a house. Yeah. And so I need. You mentioned it. Yeah. And so I just need to like make sure my money is like as right as it can be. So I'm like really just like. Did you decide on one yet? Um. I mean, I still have, like, a decent amount of time before I can really start the process because I can't get out of my lease. But there is one that I really, really hope I get. If not, there's, like, others that, like, like I'll do it and then eventually, like, flip some shit around in there and try to see what I can work with. But, like, there's one that, like, I don't want to say it's perfect, but it's pretty much fucking perfect for nice. for me. Um, but, yeah, so since that is, like, happening and I'm not going to be drinking... For an entire month, this is the last beer that I'm gonna have. Ooh, and you chose Natty Fo. For Jordan, I don't know if I can do this podcast anymore. <laughs> Bo is the best beer there is. Um, but yeah, I figured I was gonna drink it on air, just to sort okay. of hold myself to it. I wasn't even going. I just decided to like put this on the show to like make myself be accountable and not fuck up. So. Hell the, yeah. The last time Usually I'm going to hear that drinking. sound for a month. Fuck yeah. It's going to suck ass. <laughs> It'll be okay. You'll be fine. Maybe you can lose that belly. <sighs> we'll see. I'm also not eating any fast food at all for a month. So honestly, oh, I might be able to lose a little bit of my gut. Um, did you hear about the, um, the fat bear competition I, I i i saw that it exists but i don't know anything about it what mm-hmm. the fuck is it it's just a bunch of bears that are fat and um in some national park and there's like a competition to see who's the fattest um and then you vote on it and there's a bracket so, i don't know i'm doing it are you really i'm doing a bracket yeah, who do you have winning Bear's name is Holly. But yeah. What sucks is like a lot of the bears. So wait, so wait, how is this competition like happening? Like can we do okay, you know what? This is our new segment called Bear Watch. Okay. Um (laughs) Yeah, Bear Watch. Yeah, you have to go on uh I forget what the thing is called. Uh you should put it in the in the description. But you can go and vote and uh today's like the first day of voting, so yeah. That's cool. Cool. Um, 
Fuck. There was something else. Uh, I guess I should save that for like when we actually get into the episode, because which is right now, right? Yes, we're the Bolsheviks. Podcast makes me realize how much I don't fucking know. Talking about how he's gonna put a boot in your ass because it's the American way. That was fun. That was tight. I will. I'm gonna be. You know. I'm gonna. I'm in this, man. I'm in it to win. Historical trolling is the funniest shit. Oh, I'm never gonna have sex again. All right, we're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. Why did you put your hand up? I don't know. I thought that you were gonna do something, and then you psyched me out. So I kind of just like stumbled into that intro. That's good because, well, I I wasn't gonna do anything, and I I kind of freaked out because I was like, oh shit, this means I. Yeah, I you kinda... you took the lead on that one, but you didn't commit to anything. I know. I, do I ever commit to anything? Yeah, didn't you have like a fucking 12-year relationship? Seven. <laughs> I'm close enough. That's No, you got to get past seven in order for it to be a commitment, apparently. Because there's a seven-year itch or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Isn't that like from How I Met Your Mother? Maybe, but I mean, I've. it seems like seven years is the cutoff point to like if it's going to last or not. So oh, I know Sarah passed seven. Uh, that's the next one. We got a couple months left before. <laughs> that's the next one. Oh God. Yeah, that's okay. that's that's March. No, excuse me, that's May. And that's the beginning, right? May is seven years, I think. All right, pretty well, good sure, luck, guys. Um, so did you see that uh the coronavirus has started to fuck up the NFL? Oh no! What happened? I know you. I know you don't like follow professional football that much, but I think at the time of this recording, which is International Podcast Day, International Podcast Day. Um, you know, September thirtieth. Um, I think there's eight, like eight players, or at least like eight people involved with the Tennessee Titans who are mm-hmm. positive for COVID, and so in order for them to like. Excuse me. Um, and so they don't in, matter anyway, right? Huh? They don't matter anyway, right? Not really, but in order, but Sorry, they're playing the Steelers. So, like, in order for them to have the game, they're postponing the game until Monday or Tuesday. And this is important because this is really going to fuck up the flow moving forward. Like, if they start doing games on random days, that like fucks up the days of rest that the team has between everything else. Or, like, if they decide to put, like, I guess people were talking about, like, fucking up the bye weeks or, like, you know, changing the schedule around completely. And it's just going to be a complete nightmare. And this season will be null and voided, like, have an asterisk on it, I guarantee you. And I've been saying it, but, like, I really think that the NFL should have done, like, what... What do you mean by that? You mean they're just going to stop? Well, they're not... Or well, you think they're going to not count this year as, like, a, a year that was important? I think that they're going to, like either stop or like this year like won't count like in the same way that like the foot like the fucking baseball season doesn't really count because they so only like played a, a certain like amount a huge, of games so this is like a huge preseason basically it's just a the whole year is just a giant preseason game i mean that's what it should have been i mean that's why the first three games have been fucking crazy and everybody's getting hurt is because they didn't have any preseason games but like it's just, I really think what's going to happen is it's going to just completely go to sh- go to shit because as soon as you start fucking with the schedule and people are going to be like, well, it's not fair. This isn't right. They're changing everything up. This doesn't matter. This doesn't count anymore. 
and then none of it's going to fucking be a thing and it's just a waste of time. They should have done like what they do in soccer leagues where they just have like exhibition matches that don't mean anything. That's mm-hmm. what this whole season should have been. It should have just been like scrimmages and like friendly games and like weird pro bowl shit and just like you know dumb shit that doesn't fucking matter because there's no way to be actually competitive this season and this is just kind of a waste of time. Right. Um can you can you give me a second? There's uh, a lot of noise happening elsewhere somewhere and I have to yell at them. I'm going so to keep on going. Me, you're fine. Keep going. No, you're fine. You know, give me like two seconds. While you scold your family, I'm going to continue to record. Don't mention you know what. I'm not mentioning anything. I don't. I really don't know what he means by that. Jesus Christ. I know you're not going to be able to hear it, but there's just so much noise happening from his side of the thing. But um, I guess like with the football thing, like it is going to be fucking crazy moving forward because we're going to have more and more of this. And there's really no way to avoid the fact that um, football players are going to get fucking close as shit to each other. Like, I guess the coaches have to wear masks, but the players don't. And so, I mean, that's fucking stupid as shit because these people are still in the same locker room together. Like, they're still on these buses and seeing each other at practice and shit. Like, I know Tennessee stopped doing, like, conditioning or, like, some sort of, like, exercising fitness stuff in order to prevent like contact between people until they can really figure out what's going on. But like it was only a matter of time before this happened. And I'm kind of surprised it lasted this far, like that we got this far in before the shit really started to get fucked up. But at the same time, like we're not going to get a full football season. Like we are just not going to have a full football season at all. It's not going to fucking happen. Goddamn fucking roommates. I love how you (laughs) call them your roommates. It's so lame. Um, so anyway, I think that that's it for like random shit. And so now we can finally get into uh debate night. Part one, part two coverage by us. Bolsheviks. Hell yeah. Now, um, should we get to, I kind of want to get together for one of these debates or something or like, you know, and watch it together. Maybe I was trying to figure out a way that we could like stream it or whatever. Well, I'm glad you waited until we were recording to bring this up. I love it when you do behind-the-curtain stuff on mic. It it really makes us sound super pro. All right. Well, you're right. You're right. I'll wait till after. Just cut that out. No. Man. No, keep it in because oh, people need to feel my pain. <laughs> and they need to feel Andrew's pain. <laughs> um, but so where do we leave off in our coverage we left, we of the debate? We set up. We basically set up the stage, you know, we put the podiums up and we like, you know, uh, we talked about, you know, how COVID affects certain things. We talked about Chris Wallace. So we didn't get into any of the details of the actual debate. We kind of just like just did an overview, a little summary when you pick up a book and you turn it to the last page and then you have like a little like. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. The, yeah, we sort of established that it was a shit show through and through, but it really wasn't like Chris Wallace's fault. And I only wanted to bring that up because that was sort of the first thing that a lot of like pro Trump people said was that he was a biased moderator and that the debate was two on one and all this stuff. So that's sort of like which is just funny. It's this is a Fox News debate. And to be honest, for a Fox News debate, I'm surprised how unbiased it was. It's almost like they the, lived up to their motto, unbiased uh, and what is it? 
unbiased and gay, but like, <laughs> you know, Fox <laughs> News, unbiased and gay. Yeah, unbiased um, and gay. But, um, no, I mean, he was the only person from Fox that really could have done it without people just refusing to watch. Like, he's the only one that has, like, that weird old school journalistic integrity that, like, the old how, guard. How bad would it have been if, like, it was, like, Laura Ingram? It just wouldn't have happened. Right. Or uh, Sean Hannity. Yeah, there's no way anybody would agree to that. Yeah, for real. But, um, so, as the debate starts and the dudes come up on stage and they do the little, hey, what's up thing, like, pretty much from the jump, it was very obvious that there was going to be no controlling at least Trump, but more so both, you know, but, like, at least both of them, right? Yeah, and, well, I got real worried because, you know, I was on the kind of the fence of, like, uh, I was on the party of, like, Biden shouldn't even do these, you know? So I was already, I was already worried about, like, how it was going to go down for him. And uh, pretty much as soon as he... Because I, I was looking for the stutters and the off-track, like, you know... It's it's almost like you're nervously watching Biden, waiting him for him to go off tracks. And pretty much from the start, he started to go off tracks. And then, you know, and then you have Trump yelling at him. Are you saying off tracks with an S instead of off track? I don't think I said tracks. I'm pretty sure you, you, you said tracks. Okay. Well, everybody knows what I mean. Off tracks as in like it's going to be more than once he goes off the track. You know? Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. I do know. I, I hate that I know. I hate that <laughs> I have to figure out what you mean because you can't speak English. Dude, you know what? It's not my fault, you know? I didn't, you know, my background is not from this country. Oh, no, 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 no. You cannot pull some weird immigrant card, Jordan. You are whiter than most people I know. <laughs> That's not true. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. So just waiting for him to go off track. And uh, it was just worrisome pretty much from the get-go. He already started to go off track and tackle on the relentless nonstop interruptions from Mr. Trump um, over there. It just, I was immediately like, oh, shit. This yeah. Is bad. So that is I, also. I think I texted you and I was like. Oh, you did. Dude. You texted me I was a like, bunch. Oh, this is going to be a fucking car wreck. Yeah. So that's also something that really needs to be put in perspective when anyone sort of tries to recap or think about this debate is the fact that literally through the entire event, Trump is just trying to talk over both the moderator and Joe Biden. And that's not an exaggeration. He, yeah. I don't think there was any time that Joe had the floor that Trump did not interject. And it was very obvious that that was going to be the dynamic from the jump, right? So right. Joe Biden is trying to sort of act like this is a dignified event. You know, he's trying to do the rules. He's trying to do the actual debate thing, right? But Trump is just constantly interjecting and disagreeing and being very vocal about what he think commentating on what joe was saying it was obvious that he wasn't he uh biden also wasn't gathering a footing in the beginning and i was i was worried he was never going to be able to but eventually did gather a a, he was able to gather a footing and be able to um kind of like 
kind of be okay. You, you know, could watch him bit. adapt in real time. Yeah. Because in but the in be- that beginning, it was very the worse. beginning was was very, was very rough because you could tell that he was sort of. It seemed like he he expected Trump to be an asshole, but he thought that he would rein it in eventually. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he was kind of just yeah. doing the whole thing where he like ignored it and was trying to like still like say what he wanted to say underneath Trump just like shouting from 15 feet away. But then and from the get-go Trump was looking at Biden whereas Biden didn't look over so it almost seemed like he was like kind of like Oh, it he made was seem like weak, you know what I mean? He he seemed very intimidated. Yes. To be fair, so did Chris Wallace in the beginning also because neither of them really can deal with him just screaming at them the whole time. Right. It really makes you feel like what it's like to be in his fucking White House honestly or in his fucking home. But, yeah, Biden was very fucking timid, but you could watch him sort of, like, get balls. Like, I think it was only 10 or 15 minutes in when he said, shut up, man. Or, what did he say? Yes. Oh, will you, you can, shut up, man? And now you can buy that can on a shirt. And then he smiled real big, and you're like, okay, this is, he's getting some energy here. There's this, there's some, somebody put the batteries in. Yeah, and so, the funny thing about that is, it sort of became this, like, common theme throughout the night, where... Trump would relentlessly heckle and just sort of try to talk over Biden whenever it was Biden's turn. Hey, he's the worst audience member at the comedy store. Uh, cheese is probably worse. Um, <laughs> and then every like 10 or 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes, Biden would be like, dude, shut up. Like he would just like quit tell, your yapping. Yeah, he said he would time. say like, like yeah, awesome. quit your yapping or like try to like burn him and just be like, can you fucking stop? Like he won't ever shut up. Like he was saying shit like that, like addressing the fact that uh, Trump bought him a clown. Yeah, but he would do this like every fifteen or twenty minutes. Like he would try and be like composed and treat this professionally, and then he would like you would watch him break and be like, oh, will you shut up, man? And then just like continue his like little speech. He should have said, shut the fuck up. But it was crazy to watch Joe pretend to take it seriously while Trump just like looked like he was some dude who just came out of like fucking wood shop and was just like shooting the shit while smoking a cigarette. Like their posture was completely different the entire time. And Trump just spent the whole time talking. Like he never really shut up. Like towards the middle, he kind of like would listen to Wallace like when Wallace straight up was like yo you agreed to rules and you're not following them so like shut the fuck up right because Biden or just Trump would just talk over and over and over Trump would talk over and it, w- it wasn't anything of substance no either. he didn't really have a great and honestly this is the strategy right because he's Trump said in two a- things that of substance all night two things there are there are a couple of points where I was like damn he got him there because he did, you know, they're, you know, Biden's not the strongest candidate. And he, uh, it was, it was funny to watch him do the whole, um, you know, you just lost the support of the radical left. There you okay. Go. I want to get to that, but so uh, yeah, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll get so, to that when we, yeah. All right. So um, I just want to talk about like their general demeanor before we get into what we say to sort okay. of paint the stage, like to, because right. this is what we had to decipher out of these two men. So like, Trump so, is just screaming and shouting and repeating the same sentences over and over again while Biden is trying to actually talk to the moderator or to the camera. So Trump and concentrate. is concentrate. Yeah, and so, you know, he's an old guy, it's hard for him. He's, you know, he's got to he's got to concentrate. And it's difficult. Okay, so, and this is the strategy of Trump coming in there, 
trying to make it so he can't concentrate. And he's coming. They're coming from a point where the, the campaign knows that they're losing. Right. So they have to figure out a way uh, to do something. Right. And this was the this, this strategy kind of. You brought up a good point that I do. I do want to bring up before we get into sort of what was said, actually. So you could tell that Biden was actually thinking about his responses for the most part, right? Yes. Whereas Trump was just saying like whatever he wanted to say, no matter what the question was. So like if when they were asked a question, Biden would like stutter and he would kind of like fuck up his words a little bit. Like you could tell that he was formulating his response like on the fly. And I saw mm -hmm. people criticizing as how he's like a bad speaker or he's fucking stupid or whatever. But I really read that as like, okay, he's actually thinking and trying to like respond and he's like, he's actually doing it. Like he's actually giving me an answer for yes, the most and part. Also, and also you gotta, you, you gotta know because Trump is, is interrupting so much is that while you're trying to formulate, you also have um, in your head at any point I could just hear an interruption. And so while you're formulating, you have to be on edge also making sure that you're listening out for an interruption that you have some kind of way to battle back. And I can imagine that there's just a little bit of misfires there. 100%. I think that his like verbal gaffes were completely reasonable and they honestly were humanizing. I say that because watching Trump well, compared to the gaffes that he has online from just his normal speeches. Yes, they were very normalized. But exactly. I, I've come to expect the fact that he kind of, he has a little mashed potato brain and he's going to fuck up 12,000, a million, a hundred. Like he did that a couple times. It's like, whatever, I get they it. They should not have him mention numbers at all. No, they shouldn't. Stop but honestly, <laughs> like I, I don't care about that. As long as he gets to where he needs to be, I don't like, I do that too. Like I am, I do that on this show all the goddamn time. I mean, I did it. Yeah. The last episode even, but like it was interesting juxtaposition between that and then Trump because Trump did not have any type of like gaffes or anything like that, except for the proud boy thing where he faked it because he didn't listen to any of those questions that weren't probably the seven or eight topics that he knew was going to be brought up. And so he had an answer ready to go. You could tell that he wasn't thinking about anything because when he thinks about stuff, he he stumbles on his words and he just like he doesn't ever get to the fucking point. He doesn't use any fucking well, and, nouns. And he doesn't really have any good defenses for what he his administration has done. So he knows he just has to kind of finagle through by saying a bunch of things that are inco incoherent. You know, at one point in time, he basically told Biden, "Why didn't why didn't him and Obama?" repeal his tax cuts exactly how could they do that if you know i mean what <laughs> yeah it's like a it's like a time war it was like interstellar you know? it was very what? yeah no but what i'm getting at is you could tell that everything that trump was saying for the most part was like a pre-recorded speech where he had a planned response to when they brought up like you know, when they bring up your taxes, you're going to say this. When they bring up the pandemic, you're going to say that. When you they bring up China, you're going to say this. Whereas it seemed like Biden was actually thinking about his response and was like answering it for real and wasn't just reciting something that was like given to him, right? Yeah. And so now let's 
get into sort of the meat and potatoes. So do you want to just like go back and forth between like topics or questions that were asked and like, yeah, cause I'm not, I'm not, I'm actually not exact. I know healthcare was first. No, I don't know the exact order. I don't know. I didn't, I, I will try to write down the order of the questions uh, for the next debate, but okay. So um, one of the thing, one of the first ones that was, or one of the first things that was brought up was the Supreme court stuff. Yes, that was that was actually the first question. Yeah, it was brought up. This was interesting. Very early, right? And I think that Trump did really well with this question. Yeah, because he was just straight up like, "Yo, I'm the fucking president, and it is my job to fucking fill, you know, court vacancies, and also like." It's not my fucking problem that you guys didn't do it. And it was funny also because he was like, also, you idiot. It was so fucking funny because he was like, yeah, you and Obama left like 175 fucking seats available. Yes. And of course I fucking took that, you idiots. And now I'm going to have like 300, which is the most anyone's ever done. So like, you guys shit the bed. You shit the bed so hard. And obviously I'm going to do it because I'm the fucking president, you idiot. Honestly, though, he's completely right. Why 100%. the fuck did they do that? No, you know he, what it was? They it was probably thought good. that Hillary was going to win and they were going to leave that up to Hillary to to do, but they shouldn't. That is so irresponsible for them to do that. Just like it's irresponsible for RBG not to retire during the first t- term of Obama's presidency. It's very irresponsible for them uh, to have done that, to leave 128 uh, Supreme, uh, not Supreme, uh, uh, court uh, justices, uh, appellate courts and stuff like that open for Trump to just fill. Oh, 100%. Very irresponsible. Very fucking dumb. And he brought up a great point there. Yeah, he really did good in that question. And then it was like, and Biden really sucked ass when he was like, I think we should wait and let the people decide. Like, no, that's not how it worked. Like, they bear, yeah. And, but it's it was so crazy that, that Biden didn't have to bring up Merrick Garland because Trump brought it up. He was basically like, basically, you guys just didn't win. We won. You know, yeah, and like he got buried on that shit so hard. Yeah, and I, you know, I feel like was such an easy thing that they could have attacked on. Been, you know, they could have brought up the, you know, he, yeah, Biden with that question just went way too deep into vague for you, blah blah blah. You know that kind of that one caught him off guard. Nobody, yeah, he really fucked that shit up. And then what was it? I, I did catch one thing that trump said that was really dumb like in it was like i couldn't tell if he was like trying to talk about like merrick garland thing like it was the whole thing where trump just kept on saying it's different than merrick garland because i was elected he kept on saying that i was elected right and so i couldn't tell like what he was trying to get at in terms of like they shouldn't have put uh garland on there because they were waiting for trump to get elected but then he's allowed to do the new one to do barrett because he is elected like no he was basically just strong arming just being like just fucking win and get your way but you guys didn't do that and you know now even he he even was like you know i can still put her on the court even if i lose this election i could st-, you know he's just basically being like yeah fuck you i mean honestly and, and honestly that's the way to do it and he really he really like he fucked joe up on that one he fucked joe up and also when joe was asked 
about stacking the court and uh, and all that kind of uh, that kind of thing. Oh yeah, he it was, he missed that softball. Well, he uh, he he refused to he, fucking answer. He refused to answer and it made him and, look fucking bad. Right. That made him look really weak and dumb. But how do you answer that to people who? Because a lot of people think that you should. I personally think you should stack that fucking court for sure if you're able to do that. Then, if you win the Senate. See this. So but, this is like this is a good example of the Democrats looking weak, rightfully so, because they're not playing the game. That if, is, yeah. If the roles but were reversed, Trump mind, would one hundred percent answer the question. But if the roles were reversed, Trump would one hundred percent say, as he, I mean, as he even fucking admit, yes, I'm going to stack the fuck out of that court. Mm-hmm. But the Democrats are afraid to say that because they're afraid that's going to scare off all the moderate you, Republicans that they want to bring over. Well, chances are is that one, the moderate Republicans are also scared of pe- people like Amy Bar- Barrett because moderate Republicans probably are more business oriented rather than religious crazy people. Um, so they wouldn't care. And two, the Democrats that are kind of uncomfortable with that, it's not going to be their main issue. They're not going to not vote for you just because you said that you're going to stack. Most people don't even even understand what stacking the court means. Let's be very honest. Right. So what he should have been like is like, fuck yeah, yeah, I got it. I have a chance to stack the court. Yeah. It's politics, baby. I'm elected. This is what I do. Right. Well, I I just be like, you fucked us over with Merrick Garland, and this is going to be our revenge if I win. He would never say anything like that, but he would be like, yeah, it's my duty to appoint who I see fit. You know, whatever. Also, um, fuck, there was one other thing within that that was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when asked about her or whatever and fucking Biden was like, yo, she's going to get like, she's going to come for fucking Roe v. Wade and she's going to come for, you know, whatever the fuck else. And then Trump was like, and then Trump was like, you don't know what she's going to do. How do you know what she's going to do? You don't know what she's going to vote for. And I think that was the first of the many, like, come on, man. Like, what are you doing? Like type of things from Joe Mm -hmm. where it's like, we all know what this bitch is going to do. Well, it's like when, when Joe mentioned the whole, Oh, he said, you know, you're going to inject bleach in your fucking arm to to combat coronavirus trump is just like you know i said that sarcastically okay so let's okay so let's let's get to that one then let's go on to the coronavirus stuff okay because i think it was next anyway but yeah so you know basically that was like a trying to jab at trump kind of oh wait speaking of cures for the virus it's it's uh we done okay yeah trump did a great job at being like you know I said that sarcastically, blah, 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 you know, and just kind of making it like a doesn't matter point, which it kind of is. It's, you know, we crossed that ship a long time ago. Yeah. So not something you can really attack them on. The coronavirus gets brought up and this part was really fun for me because the whole thing was basically Biden being like, hey, you fucked everything up, dude. And then most of Trump's retort was, yeah, sure, but you would have done way worse. Like, he really... Oh, yeah. He, he really didn't, fucked the shit on that. Like, yeah, so Biden really came out strong on this one because Trump had almost no defense for his actions. The only thing that he really said was, like, in the beginning, Fauci said something about masks. That was kind of it. Like and, and he, Biden fucked that up because Biden said no, no, he didn't say that. Even though he yeah, did say he that, did but he say that. Been, like that was yeah. in the very beginning when we didn't understand what was. It's going crazy on. how science is adaptive, but like it, yeah. So when the coronavirus stuff come or came, like Trump really 
didn't do anything. And Biden could have really gone to the jugular, and you could kind of tell that that's where he, he was did. going. He brought, up, he, he brought up, you know, go listen to the tapes of the Bob he, Woodward thing. You, he, he, that was a heavy hit. I feel like he's. I don't he think that that really was like he didn't really like hit the stunner on him. Like he was there. Like I he, know, I felt it, dude. He pinned him, but he didn't do like the crowd killing finisher on that one. I feel like he could have taken it like a half a step forward and really just like mic dropped on Corona stuff. He could have, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a lot to attack him on. But he did, I feel like Biden did an okay job in that segment. Um, Let's see, is there anything else that he kind of stumbled on there? I mean, there was a thing, I think they sort of like started to squabble about like numbers and shit. And um, there was the whole thing about like uh, shutting off. It was actually funny because uh, Trump's whole big thing is that he actually did a good job by cutting off China early and then brings up how the Democrats called him like a xenophobe and a racist and shit. It was funny to hear him like say those words because he very rarely like will even acknowledge that those words exist. Like whenever someone calls him yeah. a racist, he's never like mock, you know, he never like brings up the actual R word. Right. You know, because so, he knows that he'll, yeah. you know, if there's an actual debate on him being racist, he's going to lose every time. Yeah. So like, it was interesting to hear him sort of like try to bring up like the China, like lockdown early on, but it just, it didn't stick. Like nothing that he said. Well, nothing can stick because, you know, Biden, if he was in charge, would have done the same thing probably. It's well, not like, but he he's just saying. You wouldn't have done. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have. You would have been way worse at my job. And you can't really make that argument. Yeah, yeah. So that one was like a real big flub. Like he floundered on that one really, really, really fucking hard. Also, this is actually the start where Biden starts started to do things that really annoyed me. One being the talking straight to the camera as if he's talking to you. I like that. No, big. that is that is a what? very good strategy for this. Lame. No, it is very Lame good. Lame as. Fuck, because dude. if they're if, if Biden's campaigns, if the Biden campaign strategy is to make him look professional and presidential and the someone who knows what he's what doing, doing, exactly, don't, Jordan. So what I'm trying me. to I'm going to fucking strangle you. So what I'm trying to say is if they wanted him to look like he was like the like this professional presidential dude, you do that by looking into the camera and answering the question. So you have that, and then in the other corner, you have fucking Trump slouched over talking directly to Biden, pointing his fingers and shit. It makes Trump look super unprofessional, and it drives home this whole, like, I'm the adult in the room narrative. That is really one of the only things that the Biden campaign has. I don't It's so, it's cringy to me, though. It's so cringy to talk to me like I'm in these vague, stupid, touchy-feely ways. No, what I want to hear is your fucking policies. What's going to work? What's going to, you know, don't talk to me like as if you care about me because I know none of you fucking care about me. So just tell me how, what are your policies to to attack these certain things? And in order to do that, you don't need to talk to me through a fucking camera in some stupid way. But that's even like a recurring theme throughout this entire fucking night is the whole time Trump is talking to Biden, but Biden is talking to the audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might be a good strategy. I just it is personally the, it is felt cringed by it. I mean, that sounds like a you problem because I think that that like 
either way you cut it, like that was kind of the best way to do this. And he also did like talk to Trump more towards the end, but like that was like a turning point where he started directly talking to the camera and looking at me. Right. Unless he was turning his head to be like, shut the fuck up dog. Like that really sort of set the tone where it's like, he is trying so hard to block out Trump. Yes. You know? Yeah. 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 No, you're, you're totally right. Um, so then I think sometime around this time we get to just the economy in general, right? Oh, yeah, 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 because uh, they're talking about opening and closing, and yeah, yeah. he would have he closed it, and he would have opened it, and he, wanted, yeah, he and wants to destroy the economy. This was an interesting part because it really was just two old men who kind of don't know what's going on, just like bickering over things that don't like offset each other, right? Right. That's what I got from it, because... This was one where they each had their talking point, so this was one of the few times where they could give you an exact number, and they really wanted to give out that number, so they would just do it, even if it didn't really have anything to do with the other person's fact. Well, it was a lot of, it was like Biden being like, look, me and Obama, we gave you a booming economy, and then Trump being like, no, before the coronavirus hit, we had the best uh, numbers ever. Um, you know, and then Chris Wallace basically being like, you did later on, but in the beginning, uh, Obama and, and Biden, they, their numbers were actually the best. Okay. uh, So good, 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 good point. Good point. Was that the first instance of Wallace fact checking Trump? Because Uh, up until this point, he's really just like, yo, can you shut the fuck up? But I think it wasn't until around the economy part that he started to like sort of argue with the president and be like, well, that's not true. So can you answer the question for real dog? Cause like, you're just like, that's not I accurate. Think, no, I think he interrupted for like some current, I mean, he did it so much that, it's but I think that that was like one of the first ones where he's legit, like arguing back and forth because it happens a few times as we go on where they're like, Ooh. they're going at it. Cause at some point Trump's like, I guess I'm debating you now, which was a, which was, it was, a harsh burn on Biden when he was like, I guess, yeah, when he was totally like, I guess I'm debating you, not him. You know, I, I thought that was kind of like equivalent to the, you know, when he was debating Hillary Clinton and being like, and she, and she was like, uh, I'm glad we don't have someone like you in, you know, running our economy or running our country. And he was like, cause you'd be in jail. It was like one of those moments, you know, I didn't read it. I don't know. I didn't read that as a burn at all. I read that as like very childish and like stupid and made him look like an asshole, but like a dumb asshole. Which one? The fact when, when he was like, I guess I'm debating you now. Oh, because I don't know, man. I, 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 I well, I guess the whole time Trump is a dude day. who would get ejected from a, like a rec league basketball game for like punching the ref when he gets all like a fucking traveling call. Yes. Uh, I guess the whole time I was watching the debate, I was kind of looking at it from the perspective of like a normal person. And I was kind of like, when he says these sort of things, I'd be like, Ooh, I don't know if like, I don't, I don't know if people that are on the fence are going to think, I think they're going to think that's, that was kind of like a sick burn. I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Cause if there's anybody on the, fence. it looked like a, he, he acted like a fucking child in saying that because he's talking to the fucking, the moderator asks him a thing and he starts to answer it. And again, this is supposed to be a conversation between the person debating and the moderator. It's them asking the question and you talking to the moderator, not you talking to the other person. 
You talk to right. the fucking moderator. So that was like completely acceptable for him to be like, ah, that's not how the world works. Whenever Trump would just say out just blatant lies that this dude knew he could just be like, eh, no. And so it's right. it was such a little dick move for him to be like, huh, you're going to argue with me now? I guess I'm talking to you and not the other guy. Like, you don't right. know how a fucking debate works, my guy. And you just mm-hmm. sort of prove that. Like, you look like a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah the, the whole fucking okay, thing with, uh, yeah, Biden was like, saying that he wants to build more jobs and get shit going, but, like, after, like, things settle down and we need to invest money. He didn't really have a good... Yeah, it was all about investing money. He didn't have a good... Neither of them had a good answer for this part. But to a lot of people... Uh, Trump you know, did we so give, bad. We should give businesses more money to open up. Doesn't really make any sense to them, and it also spells out a lot of, uh, like, you know, tax raising type of yeah. people that are kind of dumb. They're, they're you know they're going to be like, oh, that sounds like more spending by the government. I don't know if I yeah like yeah that. yeah. Um, but it you should he should have just focused more on the look. Trump's been telling you guys not to wear masks, and look how fucking fucked up this is. That he's you know that he's kind of ru- ruined this from the beginning. You know, kind of like you know derailing things that we should have been doing from the start to kind of we would have been out of this by now if he would have yeah. just done this or that. You know, um, oh, and also just being like and. You know, the Democrats in the House, we passed a fucking bill to for, you know, a new wave of help for people that are struggling to to make the economy better and to to deal with this virus. And this, you know, and the Republicans in the Senate and the president haven't done shit on that. You know, they're 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 trying to act like we didn't have a plan. You know, there's so many things, so many avenues he could have done and he just kind of you know, dropped the ball on it. Oh, he did. He he dropped the ball. But it was it was almost laughable hearing Trump's sort of like defense of what he's done. Right? So he, he yes. well, because he he does this this whole thing where he says like he closed things early. He like started closing things early internationally because he knew what was going on, right? But then he waited to shut down the economy on like any meaningful level and waited to like announce a problem because the science wasn't there was kind of like what he was alluding to even because he, he wouldn't admit and, and Biden brings up like, you don't care about the people you care about the stock market and the economy, which is completely true. He did that. Yeah. But he should have brought up more how he's going against his own scientists and things like that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And he kept on like whenever Trump would be like, this is like the science behind it. And then Chris Wallace or fucking Joe Biden would be like, yeah, no, it's not because you're contradicting like the head of the CDC. And then he's trying to be like, yeah, well, I guess they're wrong. Yeah. And the whole, and like when Trump was like, yeah. And the masks, you know, people were saying, scientists were saying that they don't, they're, that they don't make a difference. And then Biden straight up was like, no serious person was saying that. And that's when he was like, felt you said it, but Again, this is way Fauci said that in the very beginning because we didn't really understand what was going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's he's acting like Fauci said it like last week. Yeah, no, that was it was very annoying. It was an interesting part because it was Trump really trying to def, like take what he did terribly wrong and find isolated instances to defend it, 
And then it was either Wallace or Biden being like, that's not true. Like that is like, you can, you can very easily fact check this guys. Right. And then you could just sort of watch Trump get more flustered as he realizes like, Mm -hmm. Oh, there's actually someone else up here. And this isn't just me. Like, talking for 45 minutes like without any interruption it's not one of his goddamn rallies where you could just exactly whatever the fuck he wants yeah you know? and so this was one of the first times when you you not he didn't unravel but you could watch him get more and more frustrated with like people being like hey you're kind of full of shit right here dog yeah but he kept on yeah so trump then defends like opening up the economy when he did by saying that like we got this record number of job like job additions to the economy or whatever mm-hmm. which is the and like I, i've heard people say this before where it's like his job numbers are crazy like the amount of jobs created last month was like the most we've ever had and then but i i don't know like i guess i'm not smart enough to understand why that's cool because it just sounds like everyone lost their jobs and then everyone got their jobs back and now he's acting like he created new jobs yeah because in the in the in you know when you let go of everyone right you have the the greatest job loss probably in recent history and then you also have the largest rise in unemployment people applying for unemployment as soon as you start to uh open back up and let businesses start to run again you have all these people flying back to uh to get a job again um of course you're going to have the record number of jobs gained because you're starting from a place of near fucking what nothing yeah near nothing so of course you're going to that's such a you know, it's just a political. It's just game a weird, like disingenuous it's way- point. It's like something Absolutely. that you only bring up when no one can like add the second sentence to it because then it doesn't sound as cool, right? You exactly. know, and I'm trying it's to ill willed, and Biden again wasn't able to make a point no. against that. You know, he wasn't at all. So I think what was the environment next? Healthcare, and they they went over healthcare a little bit. Uh, oh yeah, healthcare. Plan- because they they did this they was a fun argued. part. This was one of my favorite parts because this is one of the first times when Trump <laughs> informs Biden that he's lost the left. This is one of the first yes. times that the left gets brought up, and it's so funny because it shows that Trump does not understand the left at all. He, but he, but and he also brings up Bernie Sanders. This was one of the first times he brought up Bernie too. Yeah. He brings up socialism and, you know, but Biden was quick to be like, oh, yeah, by this I time, won. Trump had like called and, him a socialist at least once. Yeah. And Biden was like, like, look, Dude, I won socialist. the primary based off of saying I'm not that or based on my policies that are absolutely not what you're talking about. They're not. It's not Medicare for all. And this is fun. It's funny because, you know, obviously we want that kind of stuff. It was so but, funny. This part was so entertaining. Yes. Because it was like Trump was arguing with Bernie and fucking Biden just had to keep on being like, hey, what's up? My name is uh, Joe Biden, not Bernie Sanders. So why the fuck are you arguing to me about Bernie right now, dog? Like, I beat him. Yes. Uh, It was a little unnerving because uh, Biden could have talked more about his plan. He didn't even mention the fact that he wants to make people uh, make it so that people don't spend any more than 8.5% of their income on health insurance. You know, uh, things like stuff like that. And also, uh, he kind of he kind of uh, 
you know, stuttered a little bit when talking about the whole pre-existing conditions thing. Um, how how Trump. This was also a know, time of a lot of Trump shouting. A lot of Trump's shouting because he wants to make sure that he doesn't get this part through because we know that Trump, the Trump administration is trying to argue in the Supreme Court right fucking, well, not fucking right now, but pretty much as soon as they come back the first, uh, to session, the first thing they're going to argue on it is a case that basically argues whether or not they can allow. Oh, uh, wait. Sorry. Continue. To take away uh, pre existing conditions. What was the uh, thing? He, go ahead. What was the thing earlier? in the debate where I think they were talking to about the Barrett woman and Biden yeah. said that she was going to get rid of something. I think it might've been Roe v. Wade. She's going to get rid of something. And then Biden or and then, sorry. And then Trump was like, how do you know what's like on the docket? Like, how do you know what they're going to vote on? And then Chris Wallace was like, um, and for the record, yes, they will be having a thing soon about blah, blah, blah. Do you remember what yeah. that was? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was, uh, uh they they are gonna yeah i think they were talking more i think they were talking about pre-existing conditions whatever it was i don't remember what it was sorry this is awesome radio but that part was one of the funniest parts to me was when wallace was like oh yeah and by the way uh we will be doing that thing so uh he is correct yeah yeah and um that's great because the audience has no idea what we're talking about (laughs) yeah exactly unless they watch the debate i don't know um, but yeah, I mean, there's so many hard hitters because here's the thing. Trump's like, oh, we had, a, we have a plan. We have a plan. We, they have no fucking plan. It's so obvious. We know that they haven't brought, they keep saying that they're going to bring up something or replace Obamacare. The reason why they're dismantling everything is because they want to replace it with something yet. They have no, they have no plans that they have mentioned. They haven't even talked about any bullet points on what it's even going to look like what it's going to be based off of that kind of thing and uh it's just funny to hear him try to defend the fact that they're just trying to basically knock 20 million people off of insurance it's insane well, he's afraid to say that he wants to get people you know knocked off of this shit so they have to buy private insurance which costs more money but this was a part where joe biden was very annoying because he just kept on saying he has no plan just like beating that phrase over and over again. He ha- we know he has no plan under the well, Joe I, Biden plan. Blah blah blah. He yeah, has I, no plan. I was okay with that just because of what Trump was doing in the beginning and um maybe not just don't do it as much, but yeah, it is important to remind people as he's talking. He doesn't have a fucking plan because it's true. He doesn't have a fucking plan. He wants to get rid of your pre-existing conditions uh uh protection. And uh, that's really important to know. But I really wish that Biden would have focused more on his health care plan because it's, it's an actually it's a good. This is what I wish he didn't say. I wish he didn't say that we're going to make Obamacare stronger. I don't think that's a good way to do it. There's a lot of people that look down on that wording. He should have just focused on my health care plan is blah, 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 because he does have a good when it comes to, you know, what we're working with, a private insurance plan. He does have some great ideas for that. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree. Um, I can't. And he should have focused on that. He didn't even mention the eight point five percent thing, which is a really strong thing that people. That's the only thing that I really would care about about it. And then Trump brought up like Trump did his whole thing where he starts screaming about Obamacare. I wasn't really paying attention because I don't like. It's just I don't know what he's fucking talking about. You know. Well, they're talking about he 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 basically said 
I got rid of the mandate. I'm yeah. the reason why you don't get a hundred dollar penalty at the end of the year for not having insurance, which is just like <laughs> he just wants you to not be insured. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a bunch of fucking bullshit. I mean, you'd only get that if you don't have insurance. And if you don't have insurance, that's a fucking problem. Right? I don't have insurance. It is a problem. But I also like problem. I'm glad that I'm not paying that fine, but like that's not I don't it's what? Like I don't really care that much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if that money goes towards like making the system stronger, like whatever, I'm fine with paying taxes. I don't care about that shit. But um, let's move a little bit. Um, because I don't want this to be like super, super long, although it will obviously go over an hour. I think they brought up uh um like environmental stuff. Right? Yeah, they ta- they talked about global climate change. This this well, part they- I really liked because this was another part where Trump had his meltdown and brought up Sanders and the Green New Deal, and then Biden was like, I don't fuck with the Green New Deal, dude. I have my own plan and then the Trump Biden plan. Yeah, and then Trump tried to like trick him for a soundbite to be like are you saying you don't support the green new deal and then when Biden was like I don't support the green new deal then Trump was like oh shit you lost everyone you, you just lost, lost the left you lost the left like there goes the left <laughs> and he was just like he was so smug and so like acting like I don't know, he just like acted like he got him so hard, which was very funny, funny to like, watch. He acted like you lost the left and now I got them as if we're going to fucking go to him. But it's also know? very funny because it, it, that really showed how little he and his administration actually understand like world anything like in the real world, like real world politics that aren't like just like Fox News versus CNN type of stuff. Because anybody who actually is, quote, the left, like, already knew this about Joe Biden. He's been saying this the whole time. Yeah. Like, yeah, the only the only reason why any of us are, you know, would be voting for Biden is just to get you out. So yeah. it doesn't matter. That was so dumb because I feel like with, with the environmental stuff, like, and him really, like, hounding on this, like, you're not doing the Green New Deal, so, like... You know, but the other Democrats are Bernie Sanders is like he was arguing against a platform that fucking Biden just doesn't like. That's not what he's doing. And so Trump just looked like a fucking idiot. But then also Biden like. Biden looked like a moron, too, because he didn't really put any strong points of that plan in there. He was talking about, you know, giving incentives to businesses to to like close in their building so that the air conditioning doesn't leak through and shit like that. Yeah, I mean, his stuff is like, whatever. He's like, gonna build jobs and do like the bare minimum or whatever, but like, I don't know. I feel like he could have really hammered home what he wants to do, but he spent so much time being like, hi, what's up? Again, I'm not Bernie Sanders. Um, Do you not listen to me when I talk, buddy? While Trump's just screaming about the Green New Deal. Yeah. I like the Yeah, and then they brought up the Nuka Hurricane thing. Oh yeah, that was funny because he was like, "I didn't say that," and it's clear he did say that. And they also, I don't know if he was joking, but still, they brought up the he brought up like the dead leaves thing too. Like Trump brought yeah, that rake, up. Yeah, he didn't specifically say rake the floor like he had like he did, but 
before, but uh, he's, he was alluding to that. That's but it's like, he's also like, he's not wrong in the sense of like forest management's like fucking atrocious, but like he words it in these dumb ways that like he's made into memes to where it's like, even if you were trying to make a decent point right now, like I'm so annoyed by like this whole talk of raking leaves that like, I just like, I don't like shut the well, fuck up because right that's, now. That's he, he's trying to make it seem like that's the, like glow, like, climate change isn't playing any part in it what it is is these dried ass leaves and that when you flick a cigarette in them or whatever that the fucking whole force goes into flames even if you don't rake the floors if we weren't having climate change and you fucking flick that thing at you might start a little bit of a fire but it's it's you're you don't have the dryness in the you don't have the uh the moisture being pulled out of the air and the kind of wind situation that's going to start a gigantic forest fire there is a 100 percent a reason why we see a correlation between the years of climate change being a worse problem and also the fires getting worse and worse along with it and you know trump's just being very disingenuous disingenuous when he tries to claim like this is the bigger problem oh yeah obviously fucking um did he say that they were gonna that we were gonna come back into the paris Accord or whatever Biden the did, fuck. Yes, yeah. he said he's going. He's going to re-enter it. I mean, that's a thing. I mean, at least that's like a policy position that I can point to. That I didn't know that beforehand. I don't know if he's really yeah. said that beforehand. Where he was like, "Oh yeah, I'll go back." Yeah, and w- w- yeah, and then so they. Did, did we talk about? I think this was actually during the economy thing when they were talking about because. Uh how Trump's trade deals was supposed to be like a for uh, a pro US thing, but it actually turns out that, you know, a lot of the steel we were getting, were still coming from China with his trade. Oh deals. yeah. Yeah. He did bring and up Biden, a whole thing about like our Chinese debt. And Biden really, his, his trade plan was, Oh no. Part of the green plan was to make sure that all, all the thing, all the manufacturing and stuff was here in the U S that we're not going to, we're going to make sure that we buy a lot of these things um, for a new deal type of thing. Uh, it's going to be made in the U.S., which is very, you know. I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. 100%. Yeah, let's. let's. I'm down with that. Get these blue collar jobs back in place. This is why he's probably going to win. But eco friendly like blue collar jobs or more yeah. eco friendly blue collar jobs. And nobody gives a fuck as long as you're giving them a job. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'll have you'll have the you'll have the Democrats in the city supporting the economic growth in the Republican-controlled rural areas if the jobs coming back are like eco-friendly, and then they can talk about it at brunch. Like, let's be honest. Like, that's the dynamic there. The people in Pittsburgh and Philly will be happy with all the jobs in rural Pennsylvania if it's solar-powered. Yes. You know. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Was there anything else that was around like that? Because like, again, like this is when he starts talking about other people again. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Was this when Biden said, I am the Democratic Party? Mm-hmm. That was tight. Yeah. That was really fucking funny. So by, yeah, so they're arguing about something and Trump brings up some like squad talking point or something like some bullshit or like a Nancy Pelosi thing. And then again, Biden responds with, hey, what's up? I've already said that that's not what I want to do. And then Trump was like, well, the Democratic Party like wants to, you know, like, or your fellow Democrats think da 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 da. And he just responds with, I am am the Democratic Party right now. And 
it, that was honestly like I think maybe the closest he got to like an actual mic drop mm-hmm. was him just point. being like, "I am the Democratic Party right now, dog." Yeah. So, fuck. What else do we have? We had, and I'm not racism. Tr- yeah, 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 yeah. So this was this was the biggest part of the night in terms of what was like reported from the debate. And we don't have to get into it because everyone has heard and done all the big shit, but Trump was asked That's kind of a hot take with it. Okay. Well, let me just do the little preface thing okay. of just saying that Trump was asked to denounce white supremacy mm-hmm. and he wouldn't do it and then he asked for a specific group and they said Proud Boys, and then he told them to stand back well, and Chris stand. Wallace said white supremacy, white supremacy, while Biden was saying Proud Boys, yeah, Proud Boys. But no, I think so I think it, I think at some point at some point Wallace did say Proud Boys as well. Well, because because he because Biden was yeah. saying it, but still, yeah, he told them to stand back and stand by. And then immediately yeah. within five minutes of that happening, that became the new logo for the Proud Boys. There are all these new Proud Boy oh, prints of, you know, stand back right. and stand by. Here's the thing. I don't really think Trump even knew what, what he was. Here's the, here's the thing, too. For Well, one, it is still that he didn't denounce white supremacy, right? Because yes, that is the biggest he, part he of all of this is that he would not denounce it. Well, because he and he put it on himself, right? Because he literally was like, give me a group. Give me something to denounce. Yep. And we they gave him something. And all he had to do was like, I denounce that. But no, he wouldn't do it. So he put himself in that hole by literally asking for something to denounce. They gave him something and he was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. But when it comes to the Proud Boys stand, stand, stand back, back and, and stand, stand by. by, I don't think he, I don't think he knew even what he was talking about. I, I agree. I think that he knew who I think he, he was, was saying. I think he meant like, he even probably would have was trying to say stand back stand down or something you know or something like that like i i just think in the he's one of those guys that like just says things so i don't i don't even think he realizes that it, it was basically a call to arms stand stand back and um stand by uh because if i lose the election better take up arms and you know so uh, i make i agree with you to an extent but also i he knows who the proud boys are he's already said that oh, yeah. he knows who these groups are. He knows who they are. So I think that he was startled that they actually said it and that that's why he had... he. I think that he really tried to say, you know, stand down. But then he said, stand back, realized he fucked up, and then said, stand by, and then didn't realize what that could mean to people. I don't think he yeah. understands the gravity of like the situation with the Proud Boys, but I refuse to believe that he isn't aware that they exist and like knows the broad strokes. No, no, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely think he knows exactly who they are. I think he knows exactly who Gavin McGinnis is. Yep. Um, I don't but, know if he knows who Gavin McGinnis is. I think he knows. No, I'm sure. I don't knows. think he does. He knows of anyone that like fucking washes the ground. He's he not. On. Gavin McGinnis isn't relevant enough for him to know who he is. He's not famous enough. I don't know. I uh, who knows, but th- again, I I don't know. But I guess my hot take is basically I just don't think Trump really knew what the fuck was going on there, and I, uh, I'm not saying it's blown out of proportion by any means because I could be totally wrong, and that is super fucked up. I think it's fucked up that he wouldn't denounce anything. Um, but I, I just I can't I I am not prepared to say that he knew exactly what he was 
I don't think I don't he think knew he what knew he was saying, him. but I yeah. think doesn't really matter because he wasn't denouncing. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, exactly. He knows who they are, and I think that he fucked up his words and wouldn't ever admit that he did. But also, I don't think that he's upset with what was said. Um, even though he corrected himself today and told them to stand down today. He's told them to stand down and let the police do their job. He said that? He said that today yeah. because it was the biggest takeaway from the night. So I don't think that it's you know because he had reflection and realized what he did wrong. Like he even was like, I don't know who these fucking people are. So just like stand down and let the cops do their thing. But obviously he does. But like I feel like people are going to really beat that point to death. And I don't really give a shit about it enough to really get. Yeah, it was like the first thing after uh, after the debate was over was that one guy from MSNBC. I forget his name. He's I actually really like that guy. Usually he's just like there's three things taken from this debate. One, the president of the United States refused to denounce white supremacy. Two, the president of the United States refused to denounce white supremacy. Three, and then just like kept. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. We get it, dude. Yeah. But like, so, yeah. That's one point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're saying it's three points. It's one point. I know. I understand. It's you know over a little over dramatic, I think. But uh, at the same time, it's still important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then that sort of shifted the conversation to the left because then Trump says that he doesn't see violence happening from the right. He instead sees it happening from Antifa, Black Lives Matter, and the left. Now, mm -hmm. this was the second coolest thing that Biden did was yes, when he, I agree. He, he quoted you. He quoted me. Can you believe it? Yeah. And Jordan legitimately texted me being like, oh my God, Biden just quoted you. When he said that Antifa is an idea and it's not an organization. And then Trump responded with like, oh, give me a break. And then he said one of his funniest lines of the night when he was like, you get hit in the head with a baseball bat, then it's not an idea or some shit like that. Yeah. Just I, some random. It was some weird, weird like thing where he was like, yeah, you get hit in the face with a stick and you try to tell me it's an idea. And I was like, okay, that's actually like pretty funny. Like you're an idiot, but you're, mm -hmm. you're, that's pretty funny. And then, from, yeah. yeah, so then they start talking about, like, the state of the cities and stuff, and then you just get your very generic, like, Biden saying that Trump emboldens the racists and the extremists, and then Trump saying that it's really because the Democrats can't control their cities, and, like... This is another thing where Chris Wallace came out, uh, you know, fighting fighting trump because he was like actually you keep saying it's democratic cities actually there's a lot of republican run cities that are, this is happening to like tulsa blah 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 blah. you know yeah and he kept naming you know and you know that kind of threw him off a little bit made him a little unbalanced because he was like well it, even though there's a little uh it just kind of like screws up your whole argument that this is only in fucking democratic run cities because chris wallace just mentioned like four or five yeah, well, I mean, and that's something that needed to be done, like, in order to, you know, moderate the debate, but also, like, yeah, that was a good, that is a good point that he sort of got thrown off. He, I mean, Trump really did poorly in this section, and I think Biden was pretty strong. Um, my favorite part of this part, though, of this section, was when fucking Trump tried to say that, like, the conditions of these cities were worse under Obama and Biden. And so he tried to right. say that Ferguson and Baltimore 
like were worse than what's currently happening in Portland and everywhere else where there's fucking demonstrations happening constantly. Like he tried to say that the situation on the ground now is nothing compared to like Freddie Gray and shit. And that Mm -hmm. part was awesome because then Brandon Scott, the guy who will hopefully be the next mayor of Baltimore city went on Twitter and, um, I gotta find my goddamn phone. Here it is. And he he said something that was fucking one of my favorite things that was on Twitter in regard to the debate and shit. So after Trump brought up Baltimore City, Brandon Scott tweeted out, God damn it. I'm trying to make this like seamlessly go, but my phone sucks ass. Um, it was actually really fucking funny. He said, quote, I asked my staff and they told me not to, but, and then added like seven T's. Mm-hmm. And then at POTUS, at real Donald Trump, unless you are bringing resources and addressing economic, racial, and environmental injustices in my city, keep your Baltimore out of your mouth. In all caps, keep Baltimore out of your mouth. Right. Nice. Now it's fucking awesome. Also, it's yeah. completely ludicrous for him to say that Ferguson and Baltimore, or during Freddie Gray, is even comparable to what's happening in almost every major city around the country right now. Right. Like, comparing Minneapolis to Ferguson or Portland to Baltimore is laughable. It is. But this is definitely a moment where Biden was kind of, like, not... Just from a general perspective, like, the whole law enforcement thing. um, Oh, yeah. You know, it's kind of, you know... This isn't Biden's strong suit, isn't... It's not. And the fact that he couldn't name a single law enforcement... Uh, well, he doesn't. He's not going to have any. He doesn't have any. But he does have some, and he should have. Uh, does he have any? He, he does, including um, one, including one of the law enforcements in Oregon. Uh, I think it's some M County um, department. You know, they support him. Uh, there, there are definitely some. There are definitely some supporting. Uh, Biden's support from law enforcement, uh, but he should have had one of the, at least one of them down to spout out when Trump says name one. Because, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. I I, I see your point there. There are. There I are see your there. point. Yeah. But that was really a part. So yeah, Trump goes from Antifa and the unrest to saying that he is the law and order president. He repeated that a million times, and then he said that he has like every major police organization supporting him. And Biden just floundered at that. He had nothing at all. Well, he, I mean, he could have mentioned just the tyranny of, you know, the DHS uh, going into Oregon, things like that. Like, people did not like that. They were not a fan of that kind of uh, tyranny. People being abducted from, you know, from the protests and shit, like... That's something he could have mentioned. He didn't even touch on that at all. Not, not Although he did, he brought up the bunker thing. It was funny because he did bring up the whole bunker thing that apparently Trump hates. But then also he, uh, I mean, Biden did, you know, talk about how Trump tear gas people on the way to that church to take that photo. And then the people at the church were like, this is fucking stupid. So like he did at least bring up like how Trump was using troops to terrorize people. 
But this was yeah. this slowly devolved into like a weird like he said she said actually the people yeah, think this part brought, where like because Biden brought up the whole article on you know how Trump called you know military losers and shit oh and that's yeah just something you can't really you can't even make that point because there's literally no source and then the there's sons no, of bitches thing that Biden said too or whatever yeah yeah there's, there's or no dumb bastards or something there's no point in even bringing this up because there's no real evidence that. Trump, even though I totally believe that he did say it, there's no evidence to. You can't liter. You can't look up any tapes of this. You can't look up any strong evidence to support that. Um, so that's just kind of something you shouldn't even gone. Should you shouldn't even gone there? Yeah, yeah. From there, where do we go from? Fuck, I'm trying to think of the other. I think that that's like really. That's not it for the interesting stuff because at some point the families get brought up. Oh, remember when that happened? Well, yeah, because he, yeah, because something happens with like the, yeah, because this is when they start talking about the troops at some point. Yeah. Because like, and he's like, you, you keep my, you know, he's, you know, you keep my son out of your mouth. It was a little theatrical. It was a little bit of like a high school play, but yeah. Uh, so people say they were moved by no. that. Um, I wasn't moved by it. I was like no. kind of because he he also stuttered a lot during it, and like he looked like he was about to cry. Well, I mean, I, I think like, he tried to be like emotional or whatever, but like, yeah, they're talking about like supporting the troops and who supports the troops and who fucks with the troops, and they get into the you said this, you said that thing, and then yeah, Biden's like my son was a hero and my son was like this whatever. And then oh, Trump was like, oh, you mean your son that got kicked out of the Air Force for doing cocaine? And then fucking Trump, this was, cool. Trump was like, or excuse me, and From then Biden. Biden was like, no, I mean my son, like, blah, 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 Bo Biden. He's like, well, I don't know him, but I know the one who did all the cocaine. And so this was cool because Biden had his little emotional thing where he's like, my son was a hero and now he's dead or whatever. Right. He also did something really fantastic. Well, I'm going to get to that part, the cool drug thing. Yeah. Is that what you're getting to? Yeah, yeah. He related it to people around the country who are having the same problem. That was honestly the best thing that he said was when Trump kept on being like, I know your kid does cocaine or whatever. And he brought it up like multiple times. He was like- Fun of drug addiction. He was like, yo, your kid's a drug addict, you know? And then fucking Biden like looked at the camera and was like, my son like had a drug problem like- Every or what did he say? Like, like a lot of yeah. He's like everyone. He's like everyone at home. Like knows someone who's gone through a drug addiction or whatever. And he was like, my son had a drug problem. Like most of us know somebody who's had a drug problem, and I'm proud that he got over it. Yeah, it was beautiful. That was a that very was like the most heartfelt. Thing that was the best thing that, that he said, said all night. Was that you know, hey, everybody knows someone that you know has a drug, has had or has dealt with drug addiction, and uh, I'm proud that he got over it. And, and I don't, I don't even remember Trump's reaction. He to that, was pretty stumped. He didn't really say anything. And then he started talking about the, he started screaming about the, the Moscow money or the Burisma money, and how, oh, uh, yeah. how Hunter Biden, like, he. This was a really weird part because this was when Trump just started screaming out conspiracy theories. One being that he got yes. a bunch of money from the Moscow mayor or whatever, mm-hmm. and then the other one about like the Ukraine Gate Burisma shit. And Biden just kept on being like, that's debunked. It's debunked. He should have been like, that's conspiracy theory. You sound like an idiot. Well, you know, like that's when he didn't mention conspiracy theory once or, you know, he should have 
he should have mentioned that you're being stupid. He should have been like, he should have brought up QAnon in a bad way. Joe Biden should have made fun of QAnon right there, and it would have been fucking awesome. 100%, because, you know, that's where their stupid shit's coming from. Yeah, but this... But Chris Wallace was also coming in there being like, that is not correct, that is debunked, that is discredited. Yeah. But no, he just kept on keeping on. He just kept on screaming about it. What was it? Even Biden was like, yeah, dude, even Mitt Romney said this was a waste of fucking time, dude. Like Of taxpayer money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was an interesting part of that whole thing when they got to the family. And fucking Biden kind of fucked up because he like brought up the Trump family also. And he was like, you know, he was like, I could go on all day about how corrupt your family is. But then he like didn't say anything else. And then Trump was like, my family lost a fortune trying to help this country. And like that was sort of a bad a bad move on Biden's part because he didn't respond with like your son can't operate a charity in the state of New York because he stole from kids with cancer like your son-in-law is a fucking slumlord in Baltimore like he didn't do like the very easy just like just like really just could have got a home run off that like underhand pass uh for sure that was very frustrating. So I guess we should go to the end of it, right? Um, where they brought up the voting stuff. Oh, yeah, they did. Ugh. I heard a lot of takes where this was uh, kind of bad on the whole debate thing. They shouldn't even have brought this up. They shouldn't have brought it, this up. Because it totally, uh, it puts it puts it on the stage that 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 voting is going to be, that the, the idea of, voting in this election is a waste of time just because you know biden was really strong here because trump looked like a fucking idiot trump looked very very bad he also isn't the whole because biden was like doing that thing where he looks at the camera and was like just vote yeah vote he's like vote your, just vote now it. vote however way you feel comfortable it matters to you who's going to be, you know, and Trump was just like, I don't know if I'm going to accept the election yeah, because... I don't know why he keeps on doing this whole thing. Like, he has to know how bad it looks for him to be like, if I think it's fair, I'll go. But if I lose, it's probably not fair, so I'm probably not going to go. And then all Biden had to do was be like, yeah, you're going to go. He's going to go because that's what happens. This is America. This is what happens. And that was a really strong point because he was he's basically being like, look, he could do whatever he wants, but he's going to go. Like, the he's federal marshals will leave. take you away. Yeah. And what, yeah. fuck, there was, um. oh, yeah, this was the, one of the scariest parts of the night, though, was when um he brings up the poll observers, when Trump brings up, like, the people who are supposed to be, like, watching the voting happening, mm-hmm. the observers yeah. or whatever. There's a lot of bad things happen. A lot of bad things happen during those things. And why would they throw them out? All they're doing is observing, making sure that everything's safe and everything's going according to plan, you know? Yeah, and so he told his followers to, like, be observant at the poll. Like, it really, that was, like, a very scary, like, not to use the cool F word, but, like, that was a very, like, fascist-y part where it sounded to me like people could interpret that very easily as, like, hey, what's up, Proud Boys, who I mentioned earlier? You guys should go to the polls and make sure that, like, shit's okay, which really means, like, Hey, you should go bring your fucking AR-15 and intimidate people into voting. Or not voting, because that's... Can you imagine the wait... You go to wait in line to go vote, but you have these, these, you know, unmarked militia men outside with fucking AK-47s and uh, 
or I'm sorry, AR-15s, and um, and you're not going to wait in that line. No, I mean, I don't you, think, you think that, a terrorist that attack I don't think that at all. Out. I think that more so, like, the imagery that I got out of that was, like, if I'm going to walk into my polling place to vote, and there's a dude who, like, has a fucking flak jacket and, like, a shotgun in his hand is, like, walking around, like, that's very intimidating for people, and they know that these dudes are there to support Trump. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's a really easy way to just intimidate everybody in there to be like, hey, who are you voting for, huh? Hey, what are you mm-hmm. here to do today, you know? It's like, oh, are you going to shoot me if I don't vote for Trump, dog? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was more the vibe that I got. Not to scare people yeah, away, but, but to just intimidate the fuck out of people no who show up. There's no way for them to know who you voted for unless they're standing over your shoulder and hopefully they're far back enough. I mean, you know, there's not really a way for them to know. For I don't sure. know. That That's... Yeah, that was like a real freaky part where it was like, oh, I know what you mean, but that can easily be interpreted. Like, I'm calling it now. There will be violence at a polling place at least once. Someone will bring a gun to a polling place and there there will be a violent incident. I'm calling it right now. There will be a violent incident at a polling place because people heard that and were like, yeah, my president told me to be on alert and that dude looks suspicious. So sorry, I shot him three times in the back. Yeah, I guarantee you that will happen. I uh, don't disagree. Is there anything else that really happened? I started to kind of stop paying attention towards the last like 10 or 15 minutes. Unless it that yeah. was the end. That was the end. You know, Melania came up oh, without yeah, that a mask. Bullshit. And then yeah. fucking, I don't even know the name of... Uh, Dr. Jill Stein came up with a mask. <laughs> oh, did she? Yeah, she had a mask on. Dr. Jill Stein. Not Jill Stein. Fuck, Jill Biden. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, she came up with a mask, which is telling. And then, uh, oh, did you see when they were walking off, Biden leaves, and then somebody in the audience is like, Trump, Trump president president best world. president ever. We, we love, love you, Trump. Trump. Yeah. You sound like a fucking douchebag hillbilly with no fucking teeth you piece of fuck i really wish the federal marshal just would have came over and knocked out their front teeth with like a mag light just to be like you didn't follow the rules no but it was okay so this was something that i'm surprised no one burned biden on so he wasn't wearing a mask but he did walk pretty close and lean down to talk to chris wallace so that was kind of like a bad look um i guess is there anything else that happened during we were all tested is there any like i'm kind of trying to think if there's anything else that really happened that was uh, Biden called Trump the worst president ever while they were like bickering back and forth. And Biden also called him a racist. Um, <laughs> Trump really. Wait, oh. oh, you know what? Yeah. The, that's the thing also that w- during the race segment, he did. He, he brought up, you know, Biden's past. He brought up the crime bill and Biden really yeah. couldn't answer it. As soon as he did that, I was like, Ooh, yeah. that's bad. Yeah. Super predators, all that shit. That's... Mm, I'm, sorry, I am surprised that Trump really didn't hammer him to death with that, and I'm also surprised or, that Biden didn't Hill. have any... Yeah, or Biden didn't have any, like, good defense. You know that that's coming. You could have prepared right. something. He fucked that For up sure. really hard. But, um, so my favorite part, like, overall, right, was when they would start interrupting each other. And then Wallace would be like, can you let him finish? And then one of them would be like, he's never done that or he can't oh, yeah, possibly yeah. do that. And then the yeah. the other one would be like, 
you don't even know how well I can. And it was just so funny because it's like, are they making cum jokes? Like, it really sounded like they were talking about busting nuts. Because Wallace yeah. would be like, yo, can you let him finish? And then yeah. Biden would be like, Trump's never helped anyone finished. Trump's never let anyone finish. And then Trump would be like, yeah, I let everybody, some... I let everybody finish. Like yeah. it was, well, there's a weird Illuminati, uh, sexual innuendo there. Probably that happened more than once though, where it would be like, let him finish. He won't ever let me finish. I let everybody finish. You don't know how to let someone finish. Like they, it was yeah. so fucking tight. Just all this old man come talk. All in all, I enjoyed the debate. I don't know what everyone was talking about. Oh, I had a, fucking... I had the most fun yeah. I've had in a, a long time watching yeah, this debate. It was, oof, did we it was miss? Did we miss any time, like but... cool parts of it? I'm trying to. Th- I think that we pretty much covered everything, mm-hmm. like that. I really wanted to bring up or that I remember. Like I, you know, it was a shit show. They have to now change the format of these debates in order to deal with Trump being a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, no, I think we're. I think we covered it, man. I think we did a good job. Yeah, we um, got it all. Covering it. I think so. And, uh, next week, who is do you think won? Vice- who do you think won? Who do I think won? I don't think either of them won. Um, but according to polls afterwards, um, Biden Biden did a little bit of a better job. A lot of uh, Trump stuff was stagnant, pretty much tied with the before polls and uh whereas biden on on a couple of things he gained some percentage points with like what kind of confidence do you have in this candidate right now it's like 45 percent, and then you know now it's like 49 percent. you know very little movement and you know pretty much everyone kind of saw that coming because there's very little people that are on the fence you have very few red sweater weird mustache dudes like uh, ken bone yeah you have very little ken bones in in these ones yeah no I i feel that um yeah i think that you could look at it i mean obviously you could look at it four ways i've been trying to think about this all day this is kind of what i came up with so and I'm, I'm going to go, go through the, the four hypotheticals as I see them being so-and-so won and so-and-so lost. So I feel like you would say Trump won because he was no-nonsense and he was very strong and Biden didn't really say anything substantial and, like, you know, most importantly, Trump just burned him and, like, owned the libs so hard, right? But I think that people would look at it and say that Trump lost because he said the proud boys thing and that he really had no excuses or answers or explanations for the economy and for COVID. And he said a lot of the conspiratorial stuff and he was like rude and didn't follow like any of the rules and just made a mockery of this and like just really fucked it all up in that sense. How'd you get to three? Oh, you said one and two. Yeah. I'm not, I didn't say three yet. Yeah, but you put you had three up. You had three fingers up I'm in the su- middle. Like you put one up in the middle of talking about two. Yeah, because so I'm talking with my hand. And then for number three, people would say that Biden won because he was like poised and collected and treated it seriously. And I guess because he what? Like he made 
some strong points about like that this, this was the hardest one because Biden really didn't do anything good if you take away Trump from the mix. But he didn't need to, right? But that's, that's what I'm saying thing. is he he, in, he didn't perform to, necessarily strong. He just looks good compared to, to Trump. He needed to prove that he didn't have dementia, really. Honestly, but, yeah, he 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 seemed thoughtful he and he do. seemed caring to a, I a honestly guess. think people that are that were on the fence were just watching they wanted to watch the debates to make sure that he didn't have, you know, yeah. what Just, Joe Rogan was talking about. You know, honestly. Do not mention other podcasts. But I think that it's it's really going to be that he won because he kept it together and treated it like a debate, right? That's like the only strong point I could see was like, oh, he took this seriously. And then yeah. people and would say. Some people would be like, okay, so he he, he can complete a Yeah, a he can sentence. debate. He can actually debate. Even though, I mean, he can't, but, you know. Physically, he can or whatever. And then I feel like people would say that Biden lost because he didn't say fucking anything the whole time. You know? He yeah. really didn't say anything, and he didn't have any good comebacks on, on the hard questions. He didn't he have some- anything for the super predator stuff, and he didn't really say anything too concrete about the healthcare or the Green New Deal or whatever you want to call it. So, like, yeah. he left so a lot to be next desired. round... The next round, he he uh, can really talk about his policies that are actually worth talking about because there are some. So I think overall Biden won. If I had to, if I had to pick one of them, I think that Biden won. I think that he performed the strongest in any real sense of the word. I think that he got more things across. Um, but that's just sort of where I'm at with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel cool. so bad for Chris Wallace. He's getting attacked so hard right now. I know. Just leave him alone. It just dude. sounds like a nightmare, but he's fine. He did a good job. Yeah, the vice president one's up next. Who's uh, moderating that? I have no idea. That should be relatively just fine. There's that one's going to be of... an actual debate, though. I'm actually excited to see them actually talk like adults. Well, because I remember last time. I mean. Chris Pence creamed Tim Kaine. You mean Mike uh, Pence? Kamala, Mike Pence. What did I say? Chris. Chris. Who the fuck is Chris Pence? I don't know who Chris Pence is. Mike. Mike Pence creamed Nick Kane. Uh, this time around, Kamala Harris is a pretty good debater. When she was debating in the primaries, what she lacked was a good ideas. But when it comes to like throwing punches. And there's also too many people up on the stage to really have any time to do anything. This time, it's going to be focused on just two people. She'll go full pro- and, She'll go full prosecutor on him. Yeah, and she is good at that. She actually does. Uh, her in the committee hearings, she's she says some powerful things. She's gonna. She's definitely gonna come up with some strong jabs that are really gonna hit. And I don't uh, think Pence a, does well under pressure. He doesn't do well around women or black people. No, he doesn't. So no, he's never seen a black person. So, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch them try and do it. But that is it. We have to end it. Um, okay. So happy podcast day. Peace out. Um, I have to do the whole thing. You are so I don't <laughs> under. God damn it! I'm just kidding. No, Come you're on. not. No, you really don't know how to end these episodes. Yeah, we used to end it by wear a condom. What happened to that? You stop saying it because you stop okay. doing it. I guess, but. <laughs> Either way, thank you for listening. Please give us a good review. Share it with your friends because we're not paying for advertising because fuck 
the corporate overlords, and also not giving any money to Facebook or Twitter or anything. You can find Bolshevix on all the social media places. From there, you can find all of our personal pages. If you fuck with the show and want to help us out, we have a Patreon for five bucks a month. You get an extra episode every week and access to our Discord. Um, I think that that's everything. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye.